0: Let me take you back, back to a time of innocence. A time before television. A time where the whole family would gather around the radio to listen to their favorite radio program. Anything from Fibber McGee and Molly to Jack Benny. So let me take you back in an old-time radio comedy time machine. Available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.
1: I have never, said Mr. Montaigne, seen a greater monster or a greater miracle than myself. And we may all echo the same sentiment. For within each of us is the power to be either. And the urge to be one or the other is always strong within. For most of us, neither wins. For all our good intentions and honest desire, just like Mr. Montaigne, we are both miracle and monster.
2: I'm afraid I don't understand what you're doing, Lieutenant. Uh, we are investigating the murder of Woody Marlowe. But he was killed five years ago. There is no statute of limitations on murder, Doctor. But he was killed by a prowler. Was he? Well, that's what you people said five years ago. Well, we're no longer satisfied with that assumption. Why? you have any new evidence? No. Then isn't all this a waste of time?
1: Our mystery drama, Escape to Prison, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Marion Seldes. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Let us, said a wise man, permit nature to take her own way. She better understands her own affairs than we do. True enough. But sometimes nature can require such a long time to take her way that we may very well assume that she has no intention of ever doing it. The answer is patience. Patience. Nature never forgives, never forgets. And her way may be long and difficult, but in the end, she always gets there. Depend on it.
3: Tom! Oh, Tom!
0: Liz! Oh, Tom, I'm so glad I caught you. What is
2: it, Liz? What are you doing here? I've got
0: something to give Woody. Woody. Give Woody? Isn't he flying to London with you?
2: Woody? (laughs) Liz, uh... Liz what? Did you ask... Where's... Woody?
0: Yes, Woody. Ah, uh, I just, I don't know. Let me ask you again, where's Woody? You know, Woody, your oldest and dearest friend, my oldest and dearest husband, Woodrow Marlowe. You were the best man at his wedding. My wedding. I have a letter here, and I'm sure Woody would be quite interested. I want to catch it before
2: the plane. L- l- listen.
0: What is it? Is something the matter? You have an odd tone in your voice. Yes, what?
2: I, uh, I don't know what to say.
0: Oh, Woody is up to some shenanigans. He's not flying to London with you. Was the London trip part of a charade staged for my benefit? Liz. Are you trying to cover up for your pal?
4: Liz, come with me. Where? To the cocktail lounge.
0: You'll miss your plane.
4: Come on now, don't don't say
2: another word. Just come with me. Oh.
4: Do they make it the way you like it?
0: Oh, it's just fine. I'm quite comfortable, thank you. I have a sneaking suspicion that Woody isn't here. Am I right?
2: Yes, Liz. You're right.
0: Well, can you tell me where is my wandering boy? (laughs) You're not telling. Well, why not? You've been pals since college. Well... Thanks for the drink, Tom. Where are you going? I have to find him. I have something important to show him. Liz, sit down. Why? Have you finally decided to break the code of silence and tell me where he is?
2: You know where he is, Liz. He's dead.
0: Yes? Well? Go on. Tell me the rest of it.
2: The rest of it?
0: The ending. Get to the punchline.
2: Liz, what has gotten into you? What's
0: gotten into me?
2: he is dead. We buried him five years ago.
0: I'm sorry I bothered you, Tom. Liz. Liz, come back here. Rose. Yes, Liz. Do you have the latest sales figures?
5: They're up. All of them. The new perfume especially. Ah,
0: well, I want to put that together for my report to the board of directors.
5: I've already started. I have a
0: bit of a problem.
5: Shoot.
0: I can't locate Woody.
5: You can't locate who? Woody,
0: Woody. What's the matter with everybody today? Rose Rose? Where'd she... Rose? Liz? What did
5: you just say to me on the phone? I said I can't locate Woody. If you want to locate Woody, all you have to do is go to the Crestwood Cemetery. All right, that's enough. Liz, what's the matter with
0: you? What's the matter with me? What is the matter with everybody? What is it? A plot? Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Woody, yeah, uh, sure. I have something here he should see. Uh, uh-huh. Well, uh, what? It's just a little private matter between the two of us.
3: Yes, of,
0: of course. He was supposed to go to London with his pal Tom, and I thought I'd catch him at the airport. Well, of course,
5: naturally, it was a hoax.
0: He wasn't there.
5: You know what I think you ought to do, Liz. I think you ought to go home. Why? With just Lie down, rest. Oh,
0: I see. You're in on it, too. In on what? Oh, I don't know. But everyone around here is talking as if...
5: (laughs) as if I were crazy. No, Liz, it's just... Look, I don't blame you. You've been working so hard. But now it's time for the payoff. You've made it, Liz. You'll be president of the company. I simply want an answer. Oh, you're afraid you won't be elected. You know that's nonsense. The board of directors is scared to death you'll laugh at them and go elsewhere. No. You're sitting on top of the world, Liz. It's all yours. I think you've just realized it. Oh, you're very tired. Go home and get some rest. You haven't seen him either.
0: Oh, yes, yes, I'm all right. What makes you ask? No. Well, if you should hear. Let me know. Fine. Goodbye. Oh, God. What is this? A conspiracy? Hello? Oh, Jim. Liz. Fine. Tell me, is Woody with you by any chance? Yes. Woody. Oh, you too. Thank you. Why am I wasting my time with
5: all these people? I know where he is. Oh, you know who I am. Yes, I. I know who you are. Well. Is he here, Miss Goss? Is who here?
0: Woody. Excuse me, I have something to say to him. Woody?
5: Where is he? Who are you calling? Woody! Him? Woody? Do do you realize what you're saying? I realize that my
0: husband has lied to me. He said he was going to London. But that's just to cover up the fact that he's here with you. You and Woody have been having an affair for the last three months. Oh, that isn't
5: true. No? Woody is dead. He was killed five years ago. Oh, I see you've been well coached. You deny that he is here? Why don't you satisfy yourself? Search the place. No, that won't be necessary. I'll find him, thank you. I don't know for what,
0: but you're quite welcome, I'm sure. just a minute, please.
2: Hello, Liz. Doctor? I uh, was in the neighborhood, and suddenly I felt the need for a drink. And I said to myself, no one mixes a better martini than Liz Marlowe.
0: (laughs) Psychiatrists should never lie to their patients. Why not? Our patients are always lying to us. Did I ever lie to you? All the time. Mm, well. (laughs) And to what do I owe this honor?
2: Well, Liz... I've been receiving phone calls all day from a variety of your friends. Yes? They're alarmed, they're concerned, frightened. Really? You have been going around all day asking people if they've seen Woody.
0: Well, what's wrong with that? I'm trying to find him.
2: That would seem to presume that the past five years were, uh, well, that they were an hallucination. What are you talking about? Woodrow's death. That is, his murder. His funeral. The passage of time. Five years or so. Were
0: just a dream. All I know is... I'm trying to find... Yes, yes, yes. I
2: know, I know.
0: And all I'm trying to do is find out
2: who is dreaming. You or the rest of us. So... According to you, Woody is still alive.
0: Doctor, I don't know what's going on. Come with me. Where are you going? Just come in here. Now,
2: this is the bedroom. A room you shared for ten years with Woodrow. Yes. And if Woody were here, this would also be his room, wouldn't it? Well, of course. Now, let us look... sign of Woodrow Ellsworth Marlowe. I see nothing here in this closet or in this one. Liz, where are his clothes? Where
0: is any sign
2: that he lives here?
0: I I, I don't know. Yes, I I do. Tell me. You won't believe it.
2: I'd have to hear it first.
0: I'm convinced that there's... Don't ask me why, but... I'm convinced... that I am... that I must be the victim of a plot. Oh, good Lord, how that must sound. Don't
6: worry about
2: how
0: it sounds. Just go on. Ballard. Ted Ballard. He could very well be in back of it. Ballard? He's the only one on the board of directors... who's opposed to my becoming president of the company. But he's going to be outvoted. And therefore... He's trying something else. Oh, what? Yes, he, he's attempting to undermine my sanity. How
2: can he do that?
0: Oh, can't you see? He's creating this fiction that Woody died five years ago. But how can he do that? Oh, easily enough.
2: Before he could even get it off the ground, Woody would have to cooperate. Disappear.
0: But he did... You see, Woody doesn't want me to become president either.
3: I didn't know that.
0: Oh, Woody and I, we both went to work for the company fresh out of college and I rose much higher than he did. Woody would like to see me taken down a peg. So he's lying low. So much for Woody.
2: And how do you account for Rose? She is definitely a partisan of yours.
0: The stakes are pretty high for Ballard. He may have said to her, help me to force Liz out, and you can have her job. Ah, sounds like quite a plot. Well, the world around us is filled with plots that are even more bizarre. Is anything improbable these days?
2: Do you still keep them in your desk drawer? What? The letters you once showed me.
0: Huh. Oh I... yes, yes, yes,
2: yes. Tied in black ribbon All the condolences you received following Woody's death.
0: I tell you, Doctor, those letters are part of the plot.
2: All right, yes. all right. I want to take you for a drive.
0: Where are we going?
2: You'll see when we get there.
0: Oh, Doctor, don't treat me as if I were crazy. Then don't you treat me
2: as if I'm crazy either. Now, shall we get to the bottom of this thing? (laughs) Tell me, what does it say on that tombstone? Oh, doctor. Read. I...
0: Read what it says. I know what it says. Read it's... it Woodrow Ellsworth Marlowe. Born. Oh, what's the difference? Don't you see? This is also part of it, part of the plot.
1: we know about for sure. The cemetery plot on which they are presently standing. But what about the plot that Liz has in mind? Can it be possible? Is the entire world ganging up on her? Do these things happen in our universe? Well, why don't we wait and see what happens in the second act shortly?
2: Hey Charlie, get up! Time to go fishing. It's the middle of the night. It's six thirty in the morning. Yeah, I've got a better idea. The fish are waiting, Charlie. Steaming hot cakes and sausage. The motor's already on the boat. Ice cold orange juice. Uh, orange juice. Maybe with a side of hash browns. You
3: deserve a break today. There you go, Charlie. Whoa. Get up this morning and get away. The fish will be there all day. To McDonald's.
4: Master Mechanic tools sold exclusively by True Value Hardware Stores are an unbeatable combination of quality and value. Hi, Pat Summerall to say you get both with the Master Mechanic 45-piece tool set, now just $27.49. It's versatile, with both 1 quarter and 3 eighths inch drive sockets, reversible ratchet and speeder disc. Plus, it includes a hacksaw with 10 assorted blades, sturdy toolbox, and it's backed by the Master Mechanic promise of satisfaction or a free replacement. Get it now at participating True Value Hardware Stores and Home Centers.
3: Not
2: too long ago, most Americans lived in small towns and on farms and ranches. There wasn't much to do in those days but work and eat. More It was not unusual for a person to consume 4,000 calories a day. But when you spent 10 hours behind a strong-willed mule and a sod-busting plow, you burned up a lot of energy. Our grandparents handed down those farm dishes and rural dietary habits to our parents. Traditional dietary habits can be a serious threat to your health. Because more than likely, you don't exercise like your forefathers. Think about it. Isn't it time to trim your diet to the 1980s lifestyle? This message brought to you by the American Heart Association, who asks you to give the gift of love.
3: Your gift is the gift of love.
1: us for a moment consider the concept of majorities. We have a Mr. Wendell Phillips who said that one on God's side is a majority. President Andrew Jackson who said that one with courage is a majority. And President Calvin Coolidge who held that one with the law is a majority. These are all fine and noble sentiments and they may even be true. But some of the folk who hold to them can be very lonesome at times. So,
2: you see, my dear Liz, here is Woody's grave. Sure. You mean, you refuse
0: to accept this as evidence of his death?
5: I mean, I... Oh.
0: Let us not discuss it any longer. But we
2: should. After all, I am your doctor.
0: I'd like to drop the whole business. Then
2: you admit that he is dead
0: I'd like to go home
2: Liz I want to help you
3: I don't want to discuss it
2: yes who oh uh, well of course of course ask her to come in well good morning Liz Uh, won't you sit down thank you Mr. Ballard Mr. Ballard
0: And here I thought we were Ted and Liz. I prefer it as Mr. Ballard and Mrs. Marlowe. I had thought that uh, we were getting along famously. You're opposed to my being elected president of the company, aren't you?
2: Oh, that. Well, yes, yes.
0: Yes. Now it comes out.
2: Well, I'm not aware that it was ever a secret.
0: May I ask why? Well, I
2: believe I'm on record with that also. You're, You're just not qualified.
0: Oh, show me one person who has been more innovative, done more for this company. Well, I, I can't. Then how can you say I'm not quite... Well,
2: you are perhaps the world's best when it comes to marketing, and that's where you belong. In your opinion... Liz, you are not an administrator. What do you know about manufacturing, personnel, finance, or all the gritty details? You'd be in beyond your depth, and you'd hate
0: it. No, I am doing you a favor. Are you? Yes, you'd go crazy. And you're going to make sure of that, even before they letter my name on the door. Aren't you, Mr. Ballard? Liz, I, I, I don't
2: understand. I. I. Well, I thought. Yes? You thought? Well, it has been a while since. Since Woody died. Oh? Has it? Yes, it's been five years, and I always thought that someday. It, Oh, look, look, we were getting along so, so splendidly, you and I, I thought that... Uh... Yes? What did you think? Well, that maybe you and I, we could... Uh... Look, look, I am against your being made president, not just because it'll be bad for the company, but I'm thinking of you. And yes, definitely, selfishly, of me.
0: I'd never see you. And therefore, there are no lengths to which you will not go. Well, your little plan is not going to work. What plan? Your game takes two, and I won't play. Liz? What is it, Rose?
5: you were supposed to work on the inventory figures with me. I've already done them. And you didn't want to use my analysis?
0: Oh, no, I got along quite well without it. Thank you.
5: Liz? What's happening?
0: As if you didn't know... I thought we were the best of friends. So did I. What did they promise you?
3: They? Do you
0: want me to get that? No, thank you. Yes? Yes? Oh, it's you, Doctor.
3: How are you, Liz?
0: Just fine.
2: I'm quite concerned. I dare say. Liz, please,
0: come to the others. Why?
2: I think I know what is wrong with you.
0: What is wrong with me? Liz?
2: We've known each other so long. We are friends,
0: aren't we? I thought we were, until yesterday.
2: Just come over to the office,
6: please. Please, please. I want to help you. Believe
2: me, I've spoken to everybody who has seen you since yesterday.
0: Come to the point.
2: It's Ballard. Ted Ballard, finally.
0: He is behind this, isn't he? You admit it. And I'm not crazy.
2: You are in love with
0: Ted Ballard. Me? In love with Ted Ballard? Yes. Oh, that's nonsense. Is it? Well, I couldn't conceive of such a ridiculous... He's a stuffed shirt. Exactly. And that's why you
2: fell in love with him. Because he is everything Woody wasn't. Ted is honest. He's sincere. And he is not a rake.
0: Woody is not a rake.
2: He didn't miss it by much.
0: Woody was... is kind and sweet, and he can be so gentle and loving. And
2: you are hopelessly, helplessly in love with him.
0: You admit that. Yes. Why do you use the past tense? Uh, as if he's dead. He is dead. And you are blind to his faults. I'm not blind. I, I accept the fact you can't have everything. Yes, Woody leaves a lot to be desired. But you have to take him as he is. The good with the bad. And and on balance, he's worth it.
2: But he's been dead for five years. But you don't... No, 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 no. Don't interrupt me.
0: He is alive, I tell you. What do you want, Liz? Look at what I have got here.
2: A copy of the death certificate. The obituary notice. The police reports.
0: What does it take to make you see it? I'm going to blow this thing wide open. Where are you going? Where do you think? You're Lieutenant Risman? Yes, ma'am. They said to see you. My name is Liz, uh, Elizabeth Marlowe, Mrs. Woodrow Marlowe. Marlowe,
2: Marlowe, Marlowe. Woodrow Marlowe. That name sounds familiar. Yeah, well, what can I do for you, ma'am?
0: I want to report a missing person.
2: Oh, well, you're in the wrong place, Mrs. Marlowe. Missing persons down the hall. Yes, I
0: know. I understand. But missing persons is only a surface aspect of it. You see, it's a most malicious hoax. Actually, it's a conspiracy. Uh, uh, yes, ma'am. Everyone tells me that my husband is dead. That he died five years ago, but he isn't. He's alive. I know he's alive.
2: If you know he's alive, why does everyone think he's dead?
0: It would work to their advantage if they could demonstrate that I'm unbalanced. Oh.
2: When uh, when did you last see him?
0: Yesterday morning. He was leaving for the airport with his friend, uh, Mr. Tom Struthers. And a few minutes later, I found an envelope, a letter he should have mailed. And I wanted to talk to him about it, so I drove to the airport and... Well, this is the difficult part. When I got there, Tom seemed shocked. He insisted that Woody had been dead for five years.
2: Tom Struthers, I see. His address?
0: You could get him at his office. Struthers and Company, 888 Fort Charles Boulevard.
2: Hmm. Elizabeth Marlowe. Are you the Mrs. Marlowe I've read about in the papers who's with International Cosmetics? Yes. I thought you looked familiar. Don't you remember me?
0: No, should I?
2: Five years ago? I was with Homicide, and I... Wait, wait, wait. Woodrow Marlowe. Is he the husband you had five years ago? Oh, I mean, it can't be.
0: Why do you say that? We'll have been married 18 years in September. Mrs.
2: Marlowe, I don't know how to say this, but five years ago, I was one of the detectives who was assigned to the Woodrow Marlowe murder.
0: What are you trying to tell me?
2: Well, if we're talking about the same person...
0: He's dead. I see. I had no idea it went this far. What went this far? The conspiracy. I'm sorry I bothered you. Good day. Uh,
2: uh, Wait, wait. Are you sure you're all right? Oh, yes, I'm all right. Well, why don't we give you a lift home?
0: (laughs) Oh, I see. I'm supposed to be mentally incompetent.
2: I didn't say that. Mrs. Marlowe, you look a little tired we have some coffee here. How about a cup?
0: No, thank you. If you want to do something for me, show me a little relief. Everywhere I turn, people insist that I'm crazy. But I know that Woody is alive. Ah,
2: uh, all right. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go along with it.
0: You will? Sure. Oh, finally, someone is willing to listen to me.
2: And why not?
0: Will you try to find him?
2: I'll do my best. Uh, If there's anything at all to your story, I promise you, we'll do our best to get to the bottom of it.
0: I know you will. I feel it. Oh, you just don't know what a weight's been lifted. Oh, just think I'm not alone in this anymore. Will you be in touch with me?
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: Good, because I want to be kept up to date. Here's my card. It has my office and my home numbers. You will call me.
2: Oh, yes, ma'am. As soon as we get even the slightest nibble.
0: Oh, thank you, Lieutenant Risman. Thank you so much.
2: I'm only doing what I'm being paid for.
0: Oh, no amount of money could buy such understanding and sympathy. You're a wonderful person, Lieutenant. I look forward to hearing from you. Uh...
2: Eddie. uh, Eddie, go back five years, will you? Homicide... Uh, get me the files on the woodrow Marlowe murder.
1: Obviously, Lieutenant Risman isn't only being kind-hearted. He is also functioning as a cop. Well, who says one must rule out the other? And if being kind also brings in a bonus, as far as the line of duty is concerned, why is that bad? It isn't, as we shall see presently in Act 3.
0: Taking a laxative?
2: Yeah, traveling throws my system off.
0: But so can a laxative.
2: Not Metamucil.
0: That's Metamucil?
2: Metamucil Instant Mix, in little packets. Easy to take along. And easy on your system. Because Metamucil is made from natural fiber with no chemical stimulants. More doctors recommend Metamucil for really gentle relief.
0: Mmm, I like that orange flavor. Mm hmm, me too. Easy to take.
2: If not nature, Metamucil. Read label and follow directions.
4: Thursday on CBS TV. Separated for 15 years, father and daughter are reunited by a dream they share. My old
1: man believes in that horse.
4: But life could get in the way. George lost that race by accident.
3: How can a drunk be a winner?
4: And when tragedy strikes. (laughs) Only her courage can save them. Christy McNichol, Lauren Oates, and Eileen Brennan star in My Old Man, a CBS special movie, Thursday night at 9, 8 Central and Mountain, on CBS TV. This is
7: Lena Horn. Before I began my volunteer work for the American Cancer Society, I didn't know too much about what the society actually does to help people. I knew that the rates of blacks getting cancer are higher than among whites, and the cancer death rates are higher too. But it was only when someone who means a lot to me got cancer that I learned how much even information alone can mean to a family when the disease strikes. When you don't know where to turn, help like that is a real blessing. Of course, we have other services and rehabilitation programs available for everyone. I must say, when I learned about all this, I was very proud of my organization. That's why I'm asking you to be generous when you support our research, education, and service and rehabilitation work. Remember, it's your American Cancer Society, too.
3: For thousands
1: of years, the accepted wisdom held that the earth was flat. Here and there, a lonely voice insisted that it was round. But these lonely voices were usually drowned out by those who had evidence on their side. Years later, the positions were reversed. Now the accepted wisdom holds that the earth is round. Why? Because that's what the evidence tells us. This is not an argument for either the roundness or the flatness of our terrestrial home. It's just an attempt to gain a bit of an insight into that subtle and mysterious word called evidence.
0: Hello? Yes? Oh, it's you, Doctor. Yes, Liz.
2: I just want to find out how you are this morning.
0: I'm feeling first rate.
2: Well, I must say you sound good.
0: Woody. I don't care to discuss Woody. But we have to talk about him, Liz. We don't have to talk about anything. The matter is out of our hands, both yours and mine. And where is it? Exactly where it belongs, in the hands of the police. The police? And they promised me they would investigate. But they, they, they can't do that. Goodbye, Doctor.
2: Lieutenant Richmond. Yes, sir. I am, uh, Dr. Androsaris. I happen to be Mrs. Marlowe's psychiatrist. Oh, yes? Do I understand correctly that you people are investigating the disappearance of Woodrow Marlowe? Isn't it a waste of time, money, and manpower to try to find a man who is already dead? Huh? Yes, sir, it is. Then why are you doing it? Doctor, why should Mrs. Marlowe suddenly believe he's alive? Well, that is a... Very complex psychological problem. Well, it won't do any harm to go over the ground again. It simply seems like an exercise in futility. Doctor, do you have any reason for not wanting to have this murder case reopened? I know. What reason could I
6: possibly have?
2: You're Tom Struthers? Yes. What can I do for you, Lieutenant? Uh, The other day, Mrs. Marlowe met you at the airport and asked you if you knew where her husband, Woodrow Marlowe, might be. Oh. Oh, that. Yeah. Well, the poor woman is obviously, uh... I mean... Well, you know. He wasn't with you. Oh, how could he be? He's dead. Five years ago, he wasn't with you either. Five years ago? Yes, sir. I have here a copy of the police interrogation. Now, at that time, you made the following statement, uh, quote, I was supposed to meet him at the airport? Well, did you? Uh, your answer, no. Why not? Well, you see, that was a ploy for her benefit. Uh, you mean Mrs. Marlowe? Yes. Uh, you see, he was, do I have to say this? Yes. He was having an affair. With whom? Uh, Do I have to identify her? Yes. Miss Ruth Carson. All right. Putting that report aside, once again, you're at the airport five years later, and once again, she comes rushing up, and once again, she asks for her husband. Why? I don't know. What could have happened? I couldn't tell you. Maybe she never got over his death. She, 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 She simply couldn't accept it. Now, isn't it a fact that you and Mrs. Marlowe were once engaged to be married? Oh, oh, that, that. Well, no, not, not, not officially. It's, it's just we were good friends at college and neither of us had much luck with dates, so we sort of counted on each other. But then Woody came along and that was that. But, uh, after Mr. Marlowe was killed. Didn't you offer to marry her? Who told you that? No one. Just seems logical. Well, that's your answer. I felt it was the logical thing for us both. But she turned you down, didn't she? Yes, you could say that. I mean, <laughs> it's obvious. But look, if he was killed by a prowler, why you No one says he was definitely killed by a prowler. As far as we're concerned... The case is still open.
5: Woody Marlowe. All of a sudden, he's back, isn't he?
2: Back, Miss Carson?
5: Well, in a manner of speaking. Now,
2: five years ago, he told his wife he was going to London. Actually, he had intended to spend a week or ten days with you.
5: Hmm. This is the first I've ever heard of
2: it. Well, I've already heard from people who told me that that was the plan.
5: He was supposed to write me and tell me what his plans were.
2: Right. Well, why not call?
5: Oh, he was getting a little nervous. He was afraid maybe my phone might be tapped. By whom? He had an idea she might have put some private detectives on him.
2: Oh, then you admit that the two of you were having an affair,
5: huh? Now,
2: why would I deny
5: that? The whole world must have been in on it. Well, he was supposed to write me this letter. I never got it.
4: Mm. Were you in love with him?
5: Love. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say I was.
4: I uh,
2: thought. You could have gotten that letter. And it could have been a goodbye, so you could have been angry enough to do something about it.
5: Are you accusing me? How can I?
2: I don't have any evidence. But, if I had that letter... Hey,
5: Lieutenant... If I killed every guy who kissed me goodbye, I'd be a one-woman crime wave. All of these things hurt for a while, but after a bit, you're good as new. There have been, oh, maybe half a dozen fellas since Woody. And I haven't even thought about him in years.
2: You're Rose McLean? What's your job here?
5: I wish I knew. I'm called Mrs. Marlowe's executive assistant.
2: Uh, Two days ago, Mrs. Marlowe began acting strangely.
5: Oh, you're not kidding.
2: Uh, Well, why should she have gone off suddenly two days
5: ago? She'd been under an unusual strain. She wanted to become president, and this executive, Ted Ballard, well, he was working against it. And maybe that's why she thought Woody was still alive. She wanted him to be alive, but Woody never gave her that kind of hard time.
2: What kind of hard time did he give her?
5: poor Woody. If he saw anything in his skirt, he simply had to chase it.
2: Did he ever chase you?
5: Why would Woody want me?
2: Well, why would you want Woody? Maybe to get back at Liz Marlowe. She must have given you a hard time. Moody, temperamental, hard to please. Wasn't she?
5: Oh, yes. She was all of that.
2: Oh, what sweeter revenge. What better way to cut her down the size? But then, of course, it might have backfired. You might have fallen in love with him. Although you instigated it, you might have become furious at being used. You could have killed him.
5: Yes, I could have. But I didn't. <laughs> Lieutenant,
0: how kind of you. Well, you didn't have to come here. I could have gone down to headquarters. Well, I thought
2: it would be easier for us to talk in your home, Mrs. Marlowe. Oh,
0: please come in. Thank you. Do you have any news for me?
2: I may have.
0: Is there any word of Woody?
2: Uh, You are absolutely and sincerely convinced that your husband was not killed five years ago? Yes. And that you are the victim of some plot? Yes. Mrs. Marlowe, five years ago, you went to the airport to find your husband.
0: Two days ago, I went to the airport to find my husband. Uh,
2: uh, Listen to this report from the files. I found a letter... I thought Woody would be interested. So I decided to get it to him before he boarded the plane. Now, that's what you told the investigating officer.
0: That's what I told Tom Struthers just the other day at the airport.
2: Now, uh, at that time, none of the detectives asked about the letter. What kind of letter, what was in it. And now again, there is a letter. Is it the same letter?
0: The same as what? Ah,
2: Very well. What kind of letter was it?
0: It was a letter.
2: Do you have the letter? No. Will you tell me what it said? No. Mrs. Marlowe, I thought we were friends. We are. Then why can't you tell me?
0: Because it's highly personal. It concerns my husband and me.
2: Well, was this a letter that was addressed to you? No. Was it addressed to him? No. You said, uh, I found the letter. Now, if it wasn't addressed to either of you, what was it doing in your house? Shall I tell you?
0: What can you possibly tell me, Lieutenant?
2: Uh, this was a letter that your husband had written.
0: To whom?
2: To Ruth Carson. <laughs>
0: You can't prove that.
2: But it is true, isn't it?
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
2: I spoke to Ruth Carson. She said she was expecting a letter from your husband. She never received it. Why? Quite possibly. He had neglected to mail it. You found it. Naturally, you opened it. What did it say?
0: I can't tell you. You're a police officer.
2: Uh You can tell me what's in the letter but unless I could produce it, it wouldn't do me any good officially.
0: My darling Ruth, now, for the first time, I am truly, really in love. Totally. Completely committed. I have finally found a real woman. You. First, I must disconnect myself from this cold machine, this robot to whom I am married. But we'll talk of that later. Meanwhile, we shall have ten heavenly days together, which shall be all the sweeter, because they are stolen. She thinks I'm going to London. She's a fool. And soon, she shall no longer disturb our lives.
2: All my love. Woody. You found this letter.
0: And I confronted him and he laughed in my face. He had a target pistol. And before I knew what I was doing, it was out of the drawer and in my hand. Are you crazy, he shouted? No, I said. I've just regained my senses and I shot him
3: without even thinking.
0: It wasn't like me at all to act on impulse. I mean, without preparing, without planning. But you see, it worked out. Sometimes these spur-of-the-moment things are best. I went to the airport to claim I was looking for him. I got rid of the gun.
3: Where is
2: it now?
0: I threw it off the Harrison Street Bridge, and everybody just assumed that Woody must have been killed by a burglar. No one suspected me.
2: Now, right this minute, you are saying that he's dead.
0: Oh, yes, of course.
2: But for the past 48 hours, you kept insisting that he was alive. Did I? You know you did.
0: No, I don't. I want to believe he's alive so badly that there are times that I actually think it's true. It's something that comes and goes. Usually I can control it and keep it to myself. But if what you're saying is true, this is the first time it's been so severe. It actually possessed me completely.
2: You threw away the gun. And the letter?
0: I tore it up.
2: Then neither of them exist. And we have no, no real evidence. I know. But what are you going to do about it? Now, these attacks of conscience, or whatever you choose to call them, they occur more and more frequently, now don't they? Yes. And they last longer. They become more and more intense. Yes. And this time, you actually lost control.
0: I suppose I did.
2: What do you want to do about it?
0: I I don't want to go to prison.
2: But you are in prison now. A prison more grim and destructive than anything with steel bars and stone walls. You know what that prison is, don't you? Yes. It's the prison of your own mind. And you're condemned to stay there for the rest of your life. Let me help you escape.
0: Escape where?
2: To... to our prison. Where you'll spend whatever time a jury decides. Now, it may not be for too long. You were provoked beyond endurance. It was unpremeditated. Now, you'll serve your time, and then... finally, you'll be free.
3: Yes?
0: Free?
2: Let me help you... escape
0: escape to prison oh yes please help me
1: jury, as you might suppose, was sympathetic. Crimes of passion, especially when committed by severely provoked and attractive women, are usually lightly chastised. But in this case, I think we all agree that the punishment did fit the crime. I shall return with more crime and punishment shortly.
0: Lots of friends are dropping by,
1: summer fun's in store. With picnic time and camping time, it's country time for sure. Before you all get thirsty, here's a tip
2: that should be made. Get a drink that tastes like good old fashioned lemonade. Country time! Country time! With lots of hot weather, barbecues, and picnics ahead, get down to your store for plenty of country time lemonade flavored drinks. Countdown to Cure. Bill Bixby with a message from the Leukemia Society of America. Leukemia is responsible for the deaths of more children than any other disease, and more adults than children. Research by the Leukemia Society of America has brought us this close to finding a cure, but we need your help to continue the fight. It'll be a happy day when we put an end to this killer. It's a matter of
6: time. If you've been putting money aside, you can almost see inflation eroding its buying power. Unless it's earning high interest rates or substantial dividends. And right now, thanks to Dreyfus Liquid Assets, even a small investment can profit from the currently high interest rates with complete cash availability. Think of your Dreyfus Liquid Assets account as an income-earning investment with free checking privileges. Privileges that allow you to pay bills and still earn money till the check's clear. You can even withdraw all or part of your cash by phone. There's never a penalty, never a sales or withdrawal charge. To get all the details, call toll-free 800-228-5000 for a simple, no-jargon information booklet and a prospectus including management fee, charges, and expenses. Find out how Dreyfus Liquid Assets helps you get the lion's share from today's high interest rates. Read the prospectus carefully before you invest. 800-228-5000. No charge for the call. 800-228-5000. Call now.
5: You've
1: heard it said frequently and on this program many times that conscience doth make cowards of us all. Not to dispute with the Bard of Avon, I might venture to suggest that this interpretation restricts conscience to a somewhat narrow field of activity. Conscience does more than make us cowards. It makes us fools. It makes us dreamers. It distorts and tortures our entire concept of the world about us. For after all, what is conscience, but outraged nature striking back. Our cast included Earl Hammond, Evie Juster, Bernard Grant, and Marion Seldis. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is Tammy Grimes inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre.
5: Ambassador Rowney read a letter from President Reagan. The letter endorsed the talks and called them a historic opportunity for both sides to end the arms race. Rowney made no predictions about how long the negotiations might go on. He said he hoped START could succeed where SALT II failed because START aims to actually reduce the numbers of arms, whereas SALT II only set what Rowney called excessively high limits on the numbers of nuclear weapons. Both sides get together Wednesday for the first full session of the two complete delegations. Mary
3: Wisniewski for CBS News, Geneva.
2: Israel's Prime Minister Begin has served notice on Palestinian guerrillas who are surrounded in West Beirut. Get out now, he says, under the currency's fire. He strongly implies that if the PLO members don't move out on their own, the Israeli army will move in. Begin addressed a day-long session of the Israeli parliament and appeared to offer a concession. He says the Palestinians may leave with their personal weapons. A hijacking is underway at the airport in Bangkok. At least one person, claiming to have explosives aboard, is holding some 270 people on an Alitalia jumbo jet that came from New Delhi. Nearly a 100 homes were damaged or destroyed in two retirement villages in Berkeley Township, New Jersey, late today. It was bad weather that caused the damage, perhaps a tornado. But that has not yet been confirmed. So far, no serious injuries are reported, but as many as 200 people have been left homeless. More news coming up.
4: Thursday on CBS TV. Separated for 15 years, father and daughter are reunited by a dream they share. My
5: old man believes in that horse.
4: But life could get in the way. You think you lost that race by accident?
0: How can a drunk be a winner?
4: And when tragedy strikes. Only her courage can save them. Christy McNichol, Laura Oates, and Eileen Brennan star in My Old Man, a CBS special movie, Thursday night at 9, 8 Central and Mountain, on CBS TV. The Challenge To bring out
2: your best. For us, that meant brewing a light beer worthy of the king of beers. One with a clean, distinctive taste. Budweiser Life lives up to the challenge. Bring out your best. Budweiser Bring out your best. Budweiser love. The best never comes easy. That's why there's nothing else like it. Budweiser Life.
4: Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
2: Space shuttlers Mattingly and Hartsfield are supposed to be asleep aboard the orbiting Columbia shuttle now. Officials say they'll probably sleep well tonight. They say the two work like gangbusters all day long, trying to catch up with a heavy workload and solving problems with that remote control space arm. The astronauts will be flying upside down tonight to give the underside heat shielding tiles extra time exposed to the sun. There may be some dampness there left over from a weekend storm at Cape Canaveral. NASA wants to make sure that those troublesome tiles are baked completely dry before reentry. David Jackson, CBS News.
4: Hello, can you hear me in the control room? Loud and clear. Yeah, does Bob Sellers know about this announcement? I don't know, but we just work here, so go ahead and run it. Yeah, well, here is a commercial reply from an interested citizen. Thank you.
2: There have been many questions about what type of a boat you have to take to get to Bob Sellers. Pontiac on the Grand River. A sailboat, rowboat, or larger type of boat. You could take any type of boat to Bob Sellers, but you have to pull it with your car because the Grand River is now a road again. So take your boat to Bob Sellers and see all the many Pontiacs there. On the Grand River at Ten Mile Road, nine miles after one mile. This raises the question, Bob Sellers locks rain, but not when it is in his dealership.
3: (laughs) Don't even ask. We all heard it. On the Grand River at Ten Mile Road.